0: We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast, while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them, and if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Just a friendly reminder that right now, get any size iced coffee before eleven a.m. for just ninety nine cents, and a satisfying sausage McMuffin with egg is just two seventy nine. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Bada A message written in the colors of the Big Stoop code pencil was received by Pat Ryan at the Yankuk Hotel. It was from the great Chinese magician Fu Ling, who had been kidnapped by the Dragon Lady's men. So Pat and Terry and Big Stoop set out with a native who promised to guide them to the spot where he received the message. It was midnight as they approached the little river town of Shindig. Leaving Terry and stupor at the edge of the village, Pat visited the Shindig Tavern to investigate. The next thing he knew, he was in a fight. And our transcribed story goes on from there. But first, Terry and the Pirates is brought to you by the makers of Libby's Tomato Juice, one of Libby's hundred famous foods. My, but you boys and girls are lucky. Do you think that you can actually get a tricky rainbow pencil, a code-writing pencil exactly like old Big Stoops? Yes, you can get one for your very own. Now, you know all the amazing things Big Stoops can do with this wonder-working pencil and how April has one and used it to mark her initials in rainbow colors on the Dragon Lady's raincoat. Big Stoops Code Writer has four different colors in it. Yes, with just a single pencil, you can write in Chinese yellow or April green or Dragon Lady red or Burma blue. In all the world, there's no other pencil like those Big Stoops, like the one that you can get. And getting it is so easy. Here is all you do. First, ask your mother for the labels from two cans of Libby's tomato juice, that grand-tasting, rich-in-vitamin tomato juice you've heard so much about. You'll need two labels from Libby's tomato juice. Now, on the back of one, print your full name and address. Then mail the labels with just one dime to Terry in of Libby's, Chicago, Illinois. Before you know it, the mailman will bring you your tricky rainbow code writer, and boy, oh boy, will you have fun. You can write code messages to your pals, The way the big stoop does. You can draw colored pictures, use the pencil just like crayons. And, kids, that's not all. You can play a trick with it that will sure have the other fellow's guessing. You see, your big stoop code writer has a yellow cord on the end. You put that cord through your buttonhole in a special way you learn about, and then you just dare anybody to get that pencil off. Now, remember, your keen-looking rainbow wonder pencil is waiting for you. Waiting for you to send just one dime and two Libby's tomato juice labels. So hunt up those labels and that dime right away. Send tomorrow for your big stoop code writer. Now, be sure to enclose your full name and address. Write to Terry in care of Libby, Chicago, Illinois. And now, Terry and the Pirates. <coughs> Determined to rescue, Dr. Fu Ling and his assistant, Wu Shi, Carrie, Pat, and Big Stoop have come to the ugly, poorly lit village of Shin Big, which stalls along the river. As Pat Ryan sat in the ramshackle Shin Big Tavern, he was surprised to see the girl, Hu Shi, dragged in by a tough mug called Jigger. Pretending not to know who the girl was, Pat tried to help her. This ended in a tavern brawl, and in the confusion, he escaped with Wu Shi. But they were being pursued in the darkness by many men. In desperation, they hid in the small shack. Before they had time to turn around, voices were heard outside. And Pat said, Now oh, look who she. There must be a side or a back window in the shanty. You beat it out of here. What about you? I, well, I can't manage much more travel. That fight with Jigger back there at the tavern didn't help me. I, but you want not stay here? Besides, i have a bum wing, If you want another excuse, I'm staying around these diggings until I locate your boss, Dr. Fuling. I do not know where he is. I was taking aboard a motorboat and got here. I have seen nobody but the man they called Tipper. He took you off the boat and brought you to the tavern? He was going to lock me in the room. Yeah, he said he had orders. But I wonder what... I wonder what he's doing now. I wonder where Doc is, too. He must escape. We cannot be caught. Now listen, you do as I see and get out of here, will you? Now listen. Terry and Big Stoop are hanging around somewhere at the north edge of the village. You try and find him, see. Terry will send you back to Yenkirk where you'll be safe. Now, quick! Somebody's coming. Go out that back window and don't get caught. Tell Terry what's happened and give him what to do. I will help him. will find the girl. She can't get far. Don't worry yet. So, give me the old one too. Well, Jerry, that doesn't sound much like you. Come on in. I'll take a look at that jaw. Yeah, well, let me get my hands on that guy. You better get her. get your hands on that girl, Jigger. If she should get away, I mean, if she gets back to young Cook, she could start a trouble for us. Ah, she won't get away. We got five guys looking for her. I'll bring her in. Put on some light here, will you? Just a minute. I've got a lantern over here. You know, I ought to plug you for letting that young lady get away. If she isn't apprehended, we—I'll we'll, be the one to suffer. Well, looks as like though we're going to have company. Hey, that's him. That's the guy who laid me out at the tavern. Well, I got a good mind. Oh to... no, no, dear. Let's not have any more of house. Huh. Smiley, you you ain't going to let him stand right there, well, Haven't you got enough to worry about? Oh, this is going to be explained, isn't it, mister? Well, I can tell you why I'm in this shack, if that's what you want to know. Your boyfriends were looking for me. I don't mind fighting you lads one at a time, but as you can see, I've got a bum, bum arm. You've got a bum arm, digger. Did you stop to think of that when you picked on him at the tavern? I was just following out orders, smiling. smiley. I was afraid you were just a little clumsy, digger. By the way, mister, where are you from, Yankuk? More or less. What's your business? What kind of work you do? No particular business. Any kind of work, almost. Hmm. What's your name? It's the odds. I'm not asking yours. Well, you can call me a Smiley. Almost everybody else does. Smiley, eh? Who do you work for? Listen, buddy, you ask too many questions for a guy who ain't got no friends around here. Let him alone, Jigger. That a has got nerves, and he's out of a job. I don't know. What do you want me to do? I could use a dad like you, somebody with nerve. He's got that all right. I'm beginning to think I need a strong, husky chap around here. (laughs) Doesn't look as though Jigger's any too good. If we don't get that Chinese girl back, it's going to be too bad for all of us. Listen, smile. You can't hire a guy you don't know nothing about. I'll do the talking, Jigger. It is my affair. Any who can knock you out, he's all right for my money. Maybe I won't like the job. He's good money. You better grab it. Yeah. But who am I working for? You'll be working for me. Indirectly, you'll be working for, well, somebody else. Now, about this job, I want you to hang around the Shindig Tavern tomorrow night and wait for a fellow to blow in. I've got a hunch he will show up. Well, why don't you wait for the guy yourself? I've got other things to do. Well, as long as I'm here, I suppose I better in with you, lads. But I still wonder where that girl is. Don't wonder. I run this place. Everybody in the shindig works for me. She'll be back. Where did she come from? I, if I remember, somebody called her... Who's she? She came here in a motorboat along with somebody else several hours ago. I want you and Jigger to be friends. You two will have to work together, more or less.
1: Okay, I'll take hands.
0: For the time being. Without your mitts, Jigger. Uh-huh, that's better. Okay. But I don't know this guy's name. Why don't you just call me... Well... Well, call me Pat. Let's let go with that, huh? I don't go throwing my moniker around—at least not in Shindig. You, you take Pat over to your shack. You can bunk there for the rest of the night. Just as soon as we locate that Chinese girl, I'll tell you what else I want left to do. Meanwhile, who she makes her way around and through the village in a frantic attempt to find Terry and Big Stoop. She, of all people, knows that Pat Ryan is in a dangerous position. And so as the long hours of the night wear away and dawn smudges the sky, we turn again to Pat Ryan. He is lying quietly on a crude bunk, listening to the noisy breathing of Jigger stretched out nearby. Pat wants to find out where Dr. Ling is held prisoner. He wants to find out if the dragon lady has a hideout in this town of Shindig. And so he decides on a daring trick. He stretches out and kicks one of the legs of the bunk. What happened? What happened? You woke up in a hurry, Jigger. What's the matter? What happened? The leg of that bunk is no (laughs) good. It slipped out of place and you... (laughs) You look very funny. You should see yourself. Yeah? Why ain't you asleep? Well, how can I sleep when you talk all the time? What do you mean? Well, the things you say. Some kind of crazy talk about a a dragon lady. Dragon? What did I say? Oh, something about somebody you call the dragon lady? What is the dragon lady anyway? Uh, I was just having a nightmare, I guess. What else did I say? You said plenty. You said something about the dragon lady, and then you said something about some man. You called him fooling. Well, you just keep quiet. Forget what I said, See? Miss Rivertown, it ain't healthy to use the name of the Dragon Lady when you talk out loud. No? <laughs> well, maybe I'll tell Smiley about You, you keep your mouth shut. Listen, I'll tell you something. You and me, we're working for Smiley. Who do you think he's working for? Smiley's taking his orders from somebody who's got a lot of influence. Oh, I catch on fast. He's working for the Dragon Lady. You can figure it that way if you want to. And what about what about that guy, Fool Lane? Where does he come in? I've done enough talking. I shouldn't have told you what I did. Now listen, you better finish what you started. If you don't, well, as soon as I see Smiley, I'm going to tell him what you told me. Now look, now, look. don't do that. All right, all right then. You talk and I'll listen. I can keep a mouth shut. Look, I don't know everything about this setup. I came here on a motorboat from Yangtze. We had two prisoners on board that that Chinese gal, the one that got away, and a fellow called Dr. Fu Ling. Prisoner of the Dragon Lady? Did I say that? Okay, okay. So where are they now? Fu Ling is locked up someplace in this town. I don't know just where. I didn't bring him ashore. I just brought the girl. I was gonna lock her up in a tavern. I see. And that's when I stepped in and we had our little rough up Okay, so much for that. But what's this this job we got at the Shindig Tavern tonight? you go going to wait for a guy. Yeah, but uh, when does he arrive? Well, here's the way I got it from Smythe. A Chinese guy, Dr. Fu Ling, he sent a message by one of the natives to a guy in Yangkok, City. Yeah. Well, Dr. Fu Ling sent this message in some kind of trick pencil writing. He tried to get somebody to come here and rescue him, see? Yeah. He sent this message to a guy in Yang Kuk by the name of Ryan. We know all about it, see? And we're kind of expecting Ryan to show up tonight. Oh, I see it all now. The message was a trick. But Dr. Fu Ling didn't know it. That's right. Well, I don't know anything about this guy, but between you and me, I think we can handle any fellow named Ryan, don't you? Brother, you don't know about half of it. Well, here is a fantastic situation. Jigger, one of the dragon lady's men, is telling his new acquaintance that their job is to wait and make a prisoner of a fellow named Pat Ryan if he shows up at the Chindig Tavern. Little does Jigger realize that the very man he's talking to is Pat Ryan himself. Thank you, boys and girls big super thrilling code writer that marvelous wonder working pencil that writes in four different colors you can get one now yes all you need is just one little dime and two labels from Libby tomato juice just that and a big super code writer is all your own you can write secret messages in red or green or yellow or blue you can color pictures with it and you can work a baffling trick so send at once tonight to carry care of Libby's Chicago, Illinois. Two Libby's tomato juice labels, ten cents, and your own name and address. Now, believe you me, life will be a whole lot more fun when you get Big Soup's code writer for your very own. Write to Terry in care of Libby's, spelled L-I-B-B-Y-S, in Chicago. For victory, patriotic Americans are buying United States savings bonds and cents. In tomorrow's transcribed Terry tale, there's sure to be plenty of excitement now that Pat Ryan is practically working for the dragon Ladies, And let's not forget that somewhere in the vicinity of Shindig, you'll find Terry in big suits. They wonder what's happened to Pat. But you'll find out in this new Chinese river town adventure. So don't miss a single thrill awaiting you tomorrow. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast but the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them, and if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Just a friendly reminder that right now, get any size iced coffee before 11 a.m. for just 99 cents, and a satisfying sausage McMuffin with egg is just 2.79. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.